Long time, Catherine, without seeing I know, uh, long here time. On, here on Friday as well. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so please don't hold that against me. If it doesn't go according to plan, I am taking no oh. responsibility. Long, long time without seeing you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, looking forward to it. Um, let's start with the team news, first of all. How are you looking ahead of tomorrow night? Yeah, positive because we are going to, the normal thing is that we expect to have the, all our squad ready for tomorrow. So... We didn't lose any player from the previous game. Let's see today in the last training, but uh, everything is positive when you have all your all your squad. And how much does it help you to play before everybody else, a Friday night game, so you can kind of set the tone for the rest of the weekend? Is the same to play before 21, to play after everyone, to play in the middle of everyone, or to play at the same time? Because the, our only important thing is how we are going to compete against Peterborough. And it's going to be... Uh, I don't think that the, the, the fact that you play before or after is going to change anything. We need to go with our full of determination, our full of demanding, self-demanding, and it's going to be the only important thing. It's nice to put a bit of pressure on the teams above you, though. No, no, no. I feel just motivated to see the best of ourselves. Always a high challenge to compete in the best level that you that you have. And we know that against Peterborough, what we need to have is a lot of... Say, a strong mentality, because I know that it's going to be a very competitive game. Where are they dangerous, do you think? Aside at the bottom of the league, you will be expected to beat them. I think the other day in the cup, the people could see that against Manchester City, the Manchester City with the best first eleven that they have, not with players that are not playing, with players that I play that they play every single game, and they are in the top of the Premier League. Uh, they could score the first goal in the minus 60 in the best moments of Peterborough, when Peterborough was clearly competing the game. So it means that uh, yesterday you were watching Chelsea against Luton and Luton was competing with Chelsea. So it means that every single team in the championship is very competitive team. So the highest challenge is just you don't uh, understand this and you are not aware about this. For me, we are going to we have the same respect to, to, to Fulham, the same respect to Peterborough, the same respect to Barley, the same respect to, to Bosmouth. For us, all of, all of these teams are very good teams. All of these teams are going to be very competitive. That's why championship is special. That's why in championship everything can happen with every opponent. So for me, the first step in the competition is to understand this and to know that tomorrow, if we don't give our 100%, we are not going to achieve the result that we want to achieve. You touched on the FA Cup there, and obviously you've got the FA Cup match coming up on Monday. Does that factor in at all for your plans for tomorrow to have one eye on what you might do for the Cup match on Monday? No, because our only important thing is now to be focused in the, in the next game, uh, analysing which players arrive in good conditions, which players are not going to arrive in the 100%, just analysing what is the plan to what we want to create tomorrow in the pitch and based on this made a decision but the only important thing now is to go to Peter Rowe in our 100%. And to just carry on this unbeaten run for as long as possible I guess whether it's in the league or whether it's in the cup competitions. I think what we have done is just part of the past and our only focus need to be about what we do from now and from now is the first step is Peter Rowe so the dynamics are positive when the dynamics help you to add points. So always the, the fact that we are in one group of games uh, getting our results means that we are uh, 
showing the piece what we want to show, but what we have done in the past is not going to help us to do anything in the future. So the only important thing now is the present is tomorrow game. And our mentality is just about this. The, the fact that we have get positive results is not going to help us to post, get a positive result tomorrow. I was interested to hear, um, you've won the last three games now against very different opposition. Of the wins against Fulham, Cardiff, Birmingham, which one of those pleased you the most and why? I am very pleased of every single time when we win, that we win one, one game. I cannot take one because when I was, when we were playing against Fulham, our determination was to show uh, our character, our personality and style to win the game. And we achieved with things to, that we did well and with things that we had to improve. In the next game, when we went to play in the next, uh, in the next game, Cardiff, our full of determination was to show our spirit, personality, and we achieved the result that we wanted, suffering because we achieved in the last part of the game with things that we did really well and with things that we have to do better. And like this every single game, I guess Birmingham was exactly the same. So I cannot select one because for me, any one is more important than other ones. All of them at that moment, full and game first, after Cardiff and after Birmingham was the most important game that I have played. And now these games, I cannot change what happened in that games. The only thing that we can affect is what is going to happen tomorrow. And tomorrow is going to be, for me, tomorrow is the most important game of the season because it's the only game that we can affect right now. A bit of news off the pitch this week that we heard about the changes with Phil Hodgkinson stepping away from the club and, and, and Dean Hoyle kind of taking over the reins probably on a more, more permanent basis. Um, I know that it's very much about what happens on the pitch for you, but how important is that stability and having Dean Hoyle's involvement that you can focus just on what's happening on the pitch. You don't need to think about what's happening at boardroom level. I told you, uh, I gave the answer a few months ago when, when the news started to appear and I said that it's impossible uh, for us. It was very important to be full concentrated on our job. The situation with the changes didn't change any single thing our work and for me from long time ago from few months ago we are we can be just focused for my arrive here being honest i can be just full focus in the football things and when the situation start to change in the club i said that i am in one club with the people supporting very well and the situation doesn't change from the beginning have no have any type of impact and my world right now is being the same world that i have been doing in the last few months I'm sure you have regular conversations with Dean Hoyle as well as being the chairman. You know, he's he's a big fan of the club as well. He must be particularly pleased with how things are going at the moment. I cannot give you this 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 answer. You have to ask him if he's happy or not with the dynamic of the team. I think so. Of course, I have regular meetings with him and conversations with him. In the last month, I am working with him too. But uh, more than be pleased, I cannot give you the answer about his feeling. I can give you the answer that I have, that I am in one club, that from the first day I arrived here, I have found a lot of stability and important people that is supporting the club in the best way that they can do. I must finally ask you a quick question about somebody that you worked with very closely just down the road, um, Marcelo Bielsa leaving Leeds United last weekend. How surprised were you to see him depart and have you spoken to him at all since that news came out? From this situation arrive, I only can feel 
very, very, very proud to come to have the experience to be working with him two years in, in Leeds. So I am very, very proud to have had this type of experience because I think this experience was key for me to, to improve my level as a coach. I, I cannot tell you that I am a good coach or a coach. I only can tell you that the experience that I have had with BSI changed many of my things or developed many of the things that for me are important to have as a coach. So when this thing happened, I feel even more proud to have had the experience that I have with him. After everyone lose his job, it's a big uh, pity for, for all of us, and especially for me when you have uh, a special feeling with someone that you don't want to, to, to see that is losing the job and someone that is making an unbelievable job in Leeds and someone that is giving his life for, for to, make the, to, to achieve the success of the club. So I have yes, a lot of respect. And this situation only made me feel more proud to have been working with, with Marcelo because he was really key in my develop as a, as a coach. And I'm sure a lot of Huddersfield Town fans are relieved that somebody else has now got that job. Yours was one of the names being linked as a possible successor to Marcelo Bielsa. Do you view that as a, a, a flattering, you know, a testament to the good work and everything that you've achieved at Huddersfield so far that... Premier League clubs will consider you as, as a possible target to, 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 to maybe move to them at some point in the future. I understand that in football there are many, uh, there is one need to, to talk or to see rumours or to, or to show, I don't know, opinions, but my full focus and attention is Peterborough. The only thing that I can tell you is that, giving the last answer to the previous question, is that for me it will be very difficult to give to Marcelo what he gave me in terms of the knowledge, would be a challenge for me to, to, to what he did for me, for me was impossible to give back. And after my, my only consideration in Leeds right now was, was this, is the respect and the, the proud that I feel to have been working with, with Marcelo there. And my only mentality and focus and attention, of course, is, is, is that one is the game of Peter because I know how important and challenging it's going to be. In the football, in the life, sometimes we, the people is living more the future with the expectations than the present with the reality. And I am someone that is difficult for me to move from the real situation that I have. So in my mind, the only thing that exists is tomorrow, and I guarantee you that is that is tomorrow. And because the life has teach me that be thinking in after tomorrow, just be thinking in tomorrow is a challenge because we never know what is going to happen today. But imagine how tough is believing after tomorrow because when you start to be living in the future or with expectation with anything around any single topic uh, it just lies and it's not going to happen anything like this so the only thing that is going to happen is that I am very lucky to be in Huddersfield I am very lucky to to lead today the training and to prepare one important game that is going to be tomorrow and just this made me feel full of attention and full of pro to kind of be thinking another single thing that's great Good luck tomorrow. Nice to talk to you. Thanks, Carlos. Thank you so much. Thanks, Catherine. Steve, good morning. Morning, Carlos. Um, so, um, how's uh, Tino got on this week then? You knew we were going to ask about this, I'm sure. No, it's, it's a normal normal question and, and I understand that has to be a question and Tino is been working good with the group. It means that uh, tomorrow I will consider him as a one more option, knowing that his conditions are different of the condition of the other players because he had been with a long-term injury. 
but right now the week he has completed a good week and it means that I have to understanding he needs consider the fact that he's going to be one of the of the players that I can I can select for tomorrow again. That's good news, isn't it? I mean, what do you expect he'll be able to bring to the side when he is, if he is able to, to be involved? His skill as a player, I think he's one player that uh, has a lot of talent, can help the team in the offensive part of the of the team, can help the squad in the offensive part of the team, can help in these spaces of the on the pitch, in the offensive one, on the wide, on the middle, the same that I expect from the beginning. The only thing that I have to do is to evaluate <clears throat> how many of these the skills that he has he can use. And, and for how long he can use. Yeah. And how's Pippa doing? Um, wasn't able to make the last game, but is he continuing to, to recover well? Yes, he's another player that has completed the week normally. So he's going to be another of the ocean that I can I can pick up for tomorrow game. That's encouraging, isn't it? I mean, are you expecting, well, not expecting, but are you hopeful now that this is sort of the end of his issues and that, He'll be available for the rest of the season. In football, consider this is impossible because you always are going to have any type of missing for any reason. Always, it's normal that you. It's very difficult to arrive to one game with a hundred percent of your squad. This is something that usually never happens in football, because when the players are full fit, maybe someone is sick or feeling well, or, or, or maybe has a small problem in one knee. Then after a period, another small problem of another player. This is part. That's why we consider that it's important to have minimum two players in each position. And always for me to be working, preparing the third player of each position. When we have the, the injury of, of Vallejo, uh, with Hoggy and Vallejo both were the players to play in that position. And when Vallejo first was injury, of course, the situation, Hog was playing, Vallejo was playing one game. And after, at that moment, you have to be working in the next, in the alternative. And it, and that moment, I remember that Scott High was the next player to, to work. So it means that sometimes in football, even two players for each position is not going to be enough. And you need to be working the alternative to the third position to, to play one position, the third player to play one position. So it means that it's a high challenge to have always your full squad available. What we need to do is to be to have the target, to have the more number of players available and always to be working the couple of positions to each player to be covering of the need of the all the need of the of the team of the squad of the position of the game and Tom Lees how's his uh, cut doing is he yes. all right but he's fine he has been training uh, during the week so he's going to be another of the players that he will be tomorrow okay. in the, it's another game it's happened a few times this season you're coming up against the team uh, who have changed manager. Does that present sort of different challenges when you're going through your preparation? Yes, because the number of games that you are going to analyse with this coach in this club is going to be less. Now they only have played two games uh, together. The last one was Manchester City, where I was watching a, a very competitive team who made difficult things to, to Manchester City, especially for me in the second half, especially in the moment where Manchester City scored the goals. The previous game was against uh, Hull City. In that game, the coach didn't have a lot of time to, to work and it was a special game for him because he was working in, in Hull before. But it's true that I know this coach from he was in, in Hull. Uh, I can imagine how they can play because he has a, a clear style where he has achieved a very positive results against good teams. 
So more or less, you can to try to predict a little bit the, the idea of the game. That's why I told you that it's going to be a, a very challenged game because with this coach being in Hull City, I remember that they beat Bournemouth and they beat uh, Black, uh, Blackburn, uh, Blackburn, two of the teams that they were making a very good season. And I know the other day watching the game with Peterborough against Manchester City, I know that it's going to be a similar in a very, very, very competitive game. Um, I mean, and with those two games either side of the weekend, again, does that present any particular challenges or is it literally just prepare for this game and then see how we are on Saturday morning? Yes. One part, of course, is this, how we are on Saturday morning. And another part is to see of all the plays that we have right now, because the positive thing is like if we continue, if the training was okay, uh, go fine today. We are going to have many possibilities and not all the players can play in one game. So we are going to have players with the option to be in the first 11 that will be in the first 11. We are going to see players with the option to be in the first 11 be in the bench because I think something of the more positive thing that I have from the beginning is that I have one squad where there is no high difference between the players that can play in the same position. So it means that the team can be very competitive playing with one player or playing with another player. And I, this is for me one of the strengths that as a coach I feel that we have. So it means that some of the players that can be in the first 11 will be in the first 11 tomorrow. Some of the players that are not going to be tomorrow in the first 11, having the opportunity to be tomorrow in the first 11 will be in the next, in the next games. The next games can be any of the future games. Cool. That's all for me. Thanks, Carlos. Good luck. Thanks, Stephen. Stuart, come to you. Morning, Carlos. How are you? Sorry, no worries. Good, good. Um, I just wanted to ask you about uh, John Russell's obviously being promoted from the, the B team to the first team group. Do you do anything special? Do you have any sort of ceremony when players are promoted? No, because uh, for me, the situation doesn't change. I, I, I wasn't expected to, I don't wait to this happen to make his debut in the, in the team or his contribution with the team. I think I consider that I have one group of first team players plus one group of academy players where everyone can be key uh, for the first team and when everyone has to have the same target, when you are playing more involved in the first team, of course, you're full determination with that one. When you are in the, in the B team, you have to be working a lot in the B team to give the step to the first team. But I think that we are one club with many players, with many options. And when I am not going to make difference of the players in the age, if they are young, if they are more experienced, for me, the only difference that they have to do is to show a positive performance when the players show that the player can help the team and have impact in the team, more than welcome to, to, to help the team. And part of my job is to see which player from the young teams are ready to help the, the, the first team because I don't, I don't find many differences. The, the, the player with more options to help the, the team will be in the first team. And, and how pleased and surprised are you with how, just how quickly he's developed as a, as a real first team option for you? It's true that uh, Russell didn't arrive to the first team football this year. He was playing the last year in the first team football. He was playing the last year more than 1,000 minutes uh, in League One. So it means that League One for me is a very competitive division. So it means that he had the experience to play this level of football. After, of course, we bring to the club after this one player that was many years in the academy or from long time in the academy of Chelsea. So it means that it's a quality player that having had the experience to go on loan and to develop his level in the professional or in the 
in a good competition. And after he arrived to the BT, uh, with the idea to keep developing his level, and this is what we are going to keep doing right now. So that's why the situation doesn't change. For me, the day that you stop to grow yourself or to develop yourself, the day you start to, to go to another period, the, the period to go back. So the, the period to grow and to keep, to be a competitive player is every single day when you are trying to improve and develop yourself. And this is for me what we have been doing with, with Russell from here right to the club. And obviously, uh, Tino Levi have come to you in a, in a slightly different way from Chelsea. But how important is it as, as a club that you have that reputation that big clubs can loan their players to you and you will make them better players? I don't know if we are going to make better players of them or no. We try always to help our higher level of commitment with everyone is to give the, the best that we can give. And give the best is not only to play minutes, give the best is to to help the player to grow. And this is what we try. Sometimes we achieve, sometimes we are not going to achieve. But every player that is here in Huddersfield or none, we are going to give the, the highest level of respect, the highest level of determination to help the, the, the growing of the player because that's, that's why one club put the player along here in Huddersfield. Then uh, it's always positive when you are watching that or when you can understand that we are helping the, the team, but my concept or the player, but my only consideration is to give the best to the player and put the player in the pitch and the players to be to deserve to be in the pitch. This is everything that we can do. Give the best to, to the player to can show what the player is able to do. And after the player showing that he's able to, to play, is able to help the club, we are going to make the, the just to give the player what he deserves to have. But I guess it's a big thing when, you're, when your club has the trust of Chelsea, particularly, obviously, there's, there's been a lot of players loaned from Chelsea and even before your time. To have that trust is, is a big advantage, isn't it? Because it just allows you that quality of player like Levi. It's like you say, for me, the, the, in the last year, the decision of this club, bringing players have been, for me, the right decision. Play like Chalova, that now is playing in Chelsea in the first team. Play like Smirro, who is playing in, in Arsenal in the in the first team, these players arrived one year before I arrived to the club and they were here in Huddersfield. They were here in Huddersfield making a, a very good contribution. And the, after the pass with Huddersfield, they could even grow more in, in their careers. So for me, this is a, something positive that I receive from to be here in Huddersfield, more than something that I do. My, my challenge was to keep doing this with every player that arrived here to the club. And I'm sure we'll hear lots of complaints in the next couple of weeks from managers about the, the number of games they're playing. But when, you, when you've when you got a fully fit squad and, you, and you've got the competition for places you've got, is it a good thing that you've got so many games? Because there's always an opportunity for, as you say, good players who'll be on the bench on Friday, for example. No, I, I think in terms of when you have a, a big number of players in the squad that can help the team, and the fact that you are playing games is more positive than the fact that you are playing games without to have this, this support on these possibilities in the in the squad. We know that the competition is championship always is special. If you add the championship, the fact that you are in the cup, that is a fantastic new, is going to increase the number of games that you are going to play. And for me, the key is to be ready to, to compete in this number of games and to be ready to compete in, in this uh, in this number of games, it's important to have options uh, to cover all the needs of the that you are going to have. And just one about uh, Bielsa, if I may. Can I, obviously, you talked to Catherine about how proud you were to have worked for him. In what ways do you think he made you 
better as a coach, maybe as a person? I think uh, in every single way that you can that you can imagine, uh, because from the training point of view, <clears throat> Marcelo is someone that his methodology of training is just different of any methodology of training of anyone that I have met before in the world. He has been one methodology of, of training based exactly in the way how he wants to play football. And I always like, I am someone that loves to, to, to know a lot of everything that I can from the, from the training because I trust a lot in the day by day uh, and in the trainings because I think the training can help a lot to build and to organize the, the squad that you have. Just from this to the, to the, just to be with him one hour, you are going to talk about football, about someone that is many years in football with many thoughts about every single thing that he does. Anything that he, every single thing that he does in the training or in the game has in the back miles of hours of thoughts and analyze to do this. So to be working with someone and to can talk about, to see how he managed the dressing room, how he managed the training, how he managed one game, just starting like this is, is a lot. And after, is someone very special how he managed his job because he's ready to give his life for, for football, for what he's doing. And he's known to find any type of excuse to, to give his 100% every single day. So just to be working with him, you are going to be watching one, one example that, that always can be, a, always will be one of my references.